Laughter floated over the vacant playground. An echo. A call. William pushed forward, drawn into the dusky haze. Wind whipped at his feet, stirred up the fallen leaves on the dead winter floor. Each step of his boots was leaden with a burden that simmered somewhere in the periphery of his understanding. Bet you can't find me. The innocent voice was distant as it fell upon William's ears, filled with mirth at the game the child played. Those words rushed as fear through William's veins. William's footsteps pounded in his ears as he followed the trail of the soft voice that lingered on the wind, past the empty swings and sandbox, and into the forest at the back of the lot. Among the knotty, sinewy trees, their boughs twisted and twined, William paused to listen. A branch snapped off to his right. Another peal of laughter as the child dashed giggling from behind one tree to another, more than a hundred yards away. Wait! William called, stretching his hand out in the child's direction. Please. For a moment, the small boy peeked out from behind a large tree trunk and stared back at William with huge brown eyes. William's heart lurched with the boy's face, a picture of himself, suddenly consumed with a need to protect and shelter. The child giggled again his feet too agile as he took off, his dark blonde hair like a flare striking in the moonlight, before he disappeared deeper into the darkness. Panting, William chased the boy, begging him to stop while he stumbled over exposed roots and overgrown earth that seemed almost alive as it worked to hold him back. The child's laughter drifted along the breeze, brushed across William's face, beckoned him to a place he did not know. William struggled to find him, to close the distance, but the gap only grew. The laughter shifted and faded. The boy's sudden fear hit William like a knife to the chest. Somewhere in the deepest recesses, far beyond William's reach, he heard the child scream. I shot straight up in bed, gasping and disoriented. Faint slivers of silver light spiked through the room stealing in through the slats of the window shutters. Gripping my head between my hands, I fought to right myself, to slow my thundering heart, and to stop the tremors rolling through my body. Shit. I shook my head and roughed a hand over my face. My gaze darted around the massive room. In the dim light, my eyes adjusted. I focused in on the nightstand next to my bed. My black leather wallet and heavy silver watch sat next to the clock that glowed 4.47. I glimpsed the entrance to the ensuite bathroom off to my right, and the short chest of drawers with the tall mirror across the far end of the room. Everything familiar. Everything I understood. I released a weighty breath and drew in a cleansing one, my bare chest palpitating with one last tremor. It was just a dream. I told myself as I ran a hand through my hair. Just the same fucked-up nightmare that had been haunting me for months. Always the same. Chasing myself as a boy through the darkened forest, waking when I screamed. Glancing to the left, I looked to where Christina slept soundly on her stomach, facing the opposite direction. The duvet was pulled up to just beneath her narrow waist, her blonde hair cascading down her pillow and dipping onto the mattress. 
The pale skin of her arms and back seemed a severe contrast to the black sheet she lay on. Her body rose and fell with each even breath, unaffected and unaware of my distress. It was hardly a surprise, not that I desired her comfort anyway. We were little more than strangers sleeping in the same bed for the last six years. Marriage had never been mentioned. Neither of us pretended that was what this relationship was about. I'd been in love once. It was that stupid kind of love that had kept me awake at night, wanting more. But she'd never really even been mine. I'd been young enough, foolish enough, to hope what we felt for each other could overcome her past, but not naive enough to really believe it would ever work out. Knowing that didn't mean losing her hadn't torn me apart. Even if she didn't choose me, I'd been desperate to save her from that path.